0: To the A- it's an Asian the- Theology the show. <laughs> January twentieth, two thousand twenty-one. How goes hands. it, everybody? It's an episode two hundred. It's utterly not two hundred sounding, but uh, holy fuck, begin. we did two hundred of these, and then uh, exactly two hundred episodes after Trump is fucking gone out of the office. And then, uh, well, you know what? I, it's it's utterly interesting. By the time you hear this, you know the 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 the, the, the President Biden. Is gonna be coming into the office while the insurrection is keep happening. We got multiple mutations of the viruses happening, but you know the most important thing after all that that's been going on is what the fuck is going on on The Bachelor? Fuck! I I, I can't watch the show anymore. So which turned me into other junk TV shows because I just said I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't watch Matt James, and then the rest of this knucklehead show, Thirty Two Women. Starting in shit I mean it's like a fucking play in In a bubble In the NHL NBA You remember that? Remember that? That was almost like uh, Fucking six months ago When they had the play in Rounds and shit When they had to pause the league On the March 11th March 12th 2020 And then they went off For four months And then try to figure out What the hell to do How do we come back And play in the league? So, you know, and then I just go, there are too many bitches here. I don't care about the bullying situation. I don't care about that. So I started watching other shows, like The Real Housewives of Dallas. And then uh, the AA goes with that because uh, Tiffany, who's uh, apparently a baby genius who's become the uh, all-star, the doctor over there in Dallas, is the uh, first Asian housewife. Uh, on this show and then i just go what the fuck and then uh, there's a there's a racist controversy that happened last year with one of the girls brandy or something i mean i gotta say when it comes to you know bringing the two things i find utterly faultful on this fucking show that's not even a fucking word but i'll say it um number one i mean i'll go back to the tiffany the doctor dr tiffany over there tiffany moon uh, our our Asian anesthesiologist, I can't fucking say anesthetics, you uh, fuck whatever. So she's on the show because she wants to, you know, I I I applaud her balls. uh, and then the gall of coming to this show and then this fucking forum, you know, to bring awareness and hey, you Asian people are around, then we just like mm, get out of the way kind of thing. Yeah, that's great. I I'm glad that she mentioned it, but at the same time. Some of the shit that she's dropping to, you know, just go with the airheaded American audience that we have. You know, I just go like, you gotta go eat dim sum. I just go like, we gotta do this Chinese. And then I just go like, what? Like, can you cut this shit? It's a little overbearing, man. I mean, it might be the editing. I mean, it might be, but like, dude, if you're gonna, like, break the big... If you're gonna be, break the color barrier here or the ethnic barrier here and then do this shit... Why can't, you, why, why can't you bring sense into this? Like, you're no-nonsense doctor, but, you know, hypocritically or, like, paradoxically, you're bringing on the most, like, usual Asian tropes. Like, Here's our dim sum, or that's gonna be the fucking preview. You know, and then all that shit. And then all these, like, other racial bullying and stuff, which was an important subject, given how the next person I'm gonna talk about has completely butchered the uh, response. So, yeah, I... I i cannot handle it i just go like look if you were if you i mean it's it's weird because i say for bachelor matt james he's just like dude he's just doing the white shit under the half black half skin body and i just go what the fuck is the difference right and then i just go all right at the same time i sound hypocritical hypocritical (laughs) hypocritical hypocritical that uh asian lady comes out and admits like hey it needs to be this and you need to be represented this way yet i'm just going like why are you bringing the usual trope shit well all, all i'm saying probably here is look i need a bit of a balance here you need to show your uniqueness and then you know your culture and all that stuff but i really don't want it to be some fucking asian because it's asian like fucking dim sum dinner or some shit you know I just go, like, why can't you do normal shit and then you happen to, like, you know, stumble upon H Mart or some shit, you know? Why do you have to, like, arrange it and say, oh, it's Asian. It's chicken feet, you know? That's shit. I just go, like, and then her personality, I, I applaud her, you know, achieving all those great things, becoming an MD and all that, blah, 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 operating doctor. Blah, 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 by the age of 23. That's fantastic. But I just go, like, the eagle coming through the fucking screen is unbelievable. She has the nicest car. She has the nicest house. I mean, her husband's Korean. She's Chinese. Chinese. Um, <laughs> and then I just go, like, dude, what the fuck, man? It's just like, these are the Asian people of, like, fucking Texas. And then uh, the other girl on this show who has a uh, controversy because she made fun of Asian people uh, was Brandy. The Brandy Red Tits, I call her. Um I mean, dude, some of the girls in this show and the what's the other show on Bravo? Southern Charm. I mean, I mean, some of these titties are hanging like so low, so fucking saggy. They look like they're pointing down to El Paso, Texas or Corpus Christi or Galveston or some shit with a shitty nipple pointing like 45 degrees south, west, you know? I mean, but Brandy, Brandy Red Tits, I'm just gonna call her Alright, so she made this video about a year ago about, um, that was, you know, racist, that was wrong And then she was making fun of her squinty eyes because I don't know how many fucking Botoxes she shot through that soulless ginger skin Um, but basically, oh, I don't know what kind of Asian I am, I'm really mocking it bad And oh, my squinty eyes all that stuff, but then she starts crying And then apparently the She almost committed suicide She starts crying, and Colleen and I are watching this I's like, dude, you're not crying Because you are you you feel bad about hurting other people Especially my people The Asian people But it more than like, oh my god, how you feel And then I'm like, dude, if you're really Contemplating suicide, you wouldn't be talking on this show You would get a pro- fucking professional help You didn't clearly work out Your emotions, letting it all out Go fucking emote and all that shit you know, I get all these knuckleheads on online that are saying, like, go fucking kill yourself, you racist fucking bitch. You know, that kind of shit. I'm, I'm just role-playing here, you know. And then it's like those words, if you see it over and over, I just go, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's a, ta- it's overbearing in another way. But at the same time, I just go, like, why are you crying? And then why do you keep talking about you? Is it the editing? But, like, when T- Tiffany goes over her story about her racist moment encounters when she was younger coming to America... I just go, like, shut up and listen, acknowledge and move on. What I said last week, acknowledge and move on. But, like, acknowledge and admit your fault. It's my fault, it's bad, but I just go, it's I, I, I. But it's like, I'm sorry, I hurt them, or, like, I I, I was utterly, you know, inconsiderate. It's like, I was ignorant, I was this. And I just go, okay, and then what? Like, you know where's a, where's the a, where's the fucking converse of the situation and be like how would you feel you like i just called you uh, i just called you brandy red tits you know your yeah, your titties are pointing down the corpus christi down there um uh, but anyways i just go like how would you feel you know me just like uh stereotyping these uh fucking red titty house moms that are just on tv because they have nothing else better to do uh- <laughs> Anyways, uh, so that's the situation. I just I can't take any of this personality here, but at least it was a little more interesting. At least like kind of like me look over the fence and kind of look over. I said, "What's going on in Bravo, not in the fucking ABC?" And then uh, you know what? While we're talking about it, we'll, we'll just talk about it. So um, so the other reality show that I. Stumbled upon as a house of hoes out of Houston, Texas. Why is every fucking, like, reality show for Asian people out of Texas? You know, it was like, where are the Californian, like, Koreans? I mean, I actually, I remember one show, but I'm not going to talk about that. But I just go to New York, L.A., Chicago or something. But I just go, like, fucking, everything is out of Texas now. And then I, I just go, house of hoes. I, I watch about the first three episodes and I go, uh-huh. But I, I really cannot gauge exactly what the... You know, how they got rich. Because House of Hoes is supposed to be inspired by the Crazy Rich Asians. Go listen to that episode. It was episode 101. Uh, Yeah, I think it was 101. Holy shit. 99 episodes ago, I talked about Crazy Rich Asians. And 99 episodes later, I talk about other Crazy Rich Asians on this show. Which is a House of Hoes. But um, I just go, I mean, yes, I, I understand the usual reality show trope. You know, general conflict, family members, sibling rivalry, blah, 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 blah. But I just go, like, I'm not learning anything here. I mean, I'll I'll still, like, sit through what the rest of it is. But I just go, holy fuck. So, uh, yeah. House of Homes was not that interesting. And then I guess every single rich Asian people are in Texas. And for me to get rich, I guess I gotta move to fucking Texas. But... (laughs) i don't fucking know so you know you know what i i had that binging week uh over the last week or so after the insurrection uh that happened i hope the inaugura- you know inauguration go safe and all that shit but anyways um you know what 200 episodes in, i really didn't have anything new you know have a special moment or interview or any of that plan really because it's a uh, middle of the fucking pandemic and also i just like i really ran out of ideas but only thing i had the idea that i had was uh Rapid fire, which uh, oh my god, is that the music playing in the back? Holy shit, that's really annoying. All right, here we go. Uh, rapid fire, rapid fire. So, uh, going with the NFL first. Uh, number one, who am I picking? The Chiefs versus the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I'm picking the Chiefs, but then the Bills will cover. I don't understand how the fucking cover the over under, the spread on the fucking Chiefs is like always like so double digits. You know, even last week the Browns covered the spread. I knew that was gonna happen. Buccaneers Green Bay Packers. I'm picking the Buccaneers. Like I said, three in a row is impossible. Did I say that last week? Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Uh, but yeah, Tom Brady and the rest of the Buccaneers got it together, and then uh, they're gonna go do it. So I, I and then I think Green Bay had a really easy schedule. And then Aaron Rodgers. I said this to a couple people. He was stop adding like mad amount beating up everybody they're supposed to beat but when they got to playing the real contenders like the buccaneers and the saints they fucking struggle and then uh la rams you know green bay packers beat them up but i just go like that rams teams are is like really talented but they're coming in hurt aaron donald hurt jared goff hurt i don't know who else is not there anymore so you know that's that uh netflix earnings holy shit it's fantastic by sell, number one this early rapid-fire disclaimer I'm not your financial advisor But it's me just shooting the shit So I-I-I-I-I-I do not know Like What you can expect hopping 200000000 200 million 200-200 million? 2 billion users or some shit 200 million users I just It's just It's just way too hot Way too hot Way too hot Um Who's going on with The Bachelor? Who's your pick, BK, after four weeks? Abigail I'm still picking Abigail That's the only white girl That's nice enough That I can see go through So, uh, Yeah the rapid fire. I'm going to stop it right there. Oh. I just cut the music right there. So, uh main th- story I want to talk about today while we got our time and then I want to keep this short. Uh is the other documentary speaking of the House of Ho and then uh, me just binging shit which is the HBO Max, you know. I've been on the HBO Max a lot. I'm I'm watching a lot of shit on there, you know. they bring bringing content and we can't go to a movie theater. So, uh I finally watched the uh, second part of the Tiger the documentary. Um, I watched the first part last week after it came on, and then, uh, I held my, withheld my thoughts, and then I said, wow, I want to see the end product of this. And then, uh, HBO Sports is generally great with the documentaries, the hard knocks, the real sports, and then the 24 series, uh, 24-7 series they got, and then, uh, boxing, when they still had boxing, you know, had the great pieces. I mean, it's fantastic, but, um... And then I just go, Tiger, I like how is this? I had higher expectations, you know, given how the sports documentaries and then the writing of the narrative telling has been really great on 30 for 30 the last 10 years and also vice sports to a degree before the vice branding kind of went sideways. Um, other than that, I really cannot think of other documentary, esteemed documentary people. I guess Icarus, you know, on Netflix, that was a really good one uh, about the Russian doping scandal. Um, anyways, I had I had a higher expectation um going into this, and I must say, I felt like I was misled, and then I think that ti- I didn't understand what the point of the Tiger documentary was. I did not know what the takeaway was. I don't know what the life lessons learned to be was. I didn't know if this was a redemption story or is this a background explainer. So dial back a bit. I thought the first part was pretty good until the very end when Rachel Yucatil, one of the mistresses, showed up and say, Okay, do I start talking now? I mean, until then, the first, uh, what the hell was it? The 89 minutes of this piece, the uh, part one of the Tiger documentary, I think it was two-parter, hour and a half each. I thought it was great. I I thought it got utterly discombobulatingly disjointed and fucking confusing as to what the tone, and then the where this documentary was going in part two. I guess they. I mean, granted, they didn't have Tiger, Tiger, Tiger participate in this t- documentary, unlike the Last Ride, with the uh, Jordan and all those. So that was a little too strong on the Jordan side of the argument. You know, ionizing him even more. But Tiger, you know, part one explained, you know, the background of Tiger and his dad, Earl Woods, and mom, Tilda, Tilda, was it? And then other family, friends, and then his high school romance and all that stuff, you know, going into his dominant period of early to mid-2000s. Where the story completely fell apart after explaining all that, basic takeaway in the first part after explaining the upbringing of Tiger and Earl is like hey Earl put this set this unbelievably unrealistic expectation on Tiger as to Tiger is going to be the unifying force of humanity not just as a first dominant black player in a golf court the professional golf. I'll go great that's uh that's a that's a huge lofty goal but you know I got you know got it kind of worked out I guess and then uh what I, what I took away from the first part is that you know Earl Woods and Tiger's mom are both like crazy fierce competitors, strict parents um, with the regimen and all that. So Tiger never got to live his life, you know. He never really roaming and so much all that stuff. But I don't, I don't think that fully expa- explained how he was bottling all that man juice and then like just spraying or whatever, sleeping with whatever, whatever Twin Peaks fucking hooter's hose that he was sleeping with because let me let me be honest with you i i i think from the watching tiger woods and his infidelity scandal 10 11 years ago i learned the degrees of women by their careers <laughs> to the region <laughs> to the, the the level of beauty i just explained that for a little bit i just go see i never like because because you know cheating and then like sleeping around it's such an indignified action act, act. is like like people don't have feelings and marriages don't work out like i think people are more coming around to it like europe is more mature about this shit um but america still is like who's six and then like, get, like really fascinated although that kind of died down a little bit i feel like uh but the thing is that like because tiger slept with so many fucking women at it's varying degrees of career, you know, from your local diner, ho- like, host to a New York City club hostess to a fucking porn star to a fucking nobody publicist, somebody's girlfriend, some other church girl that was nearby or some shit, blah, blah, somebody's, it, it just different kinds of porn stars. <laughs> I mean it was just it was just unbelievable and then I just go oh that's what a New York hostess look like oh that's what a porn star looks like that's what a waitress looks like that's what a local diner in fucking Jupiter Florida look like you know there's like I learned it that way that's a local talent that's a national talent and this is an international talent you know I just I just got fascinated but what led up to tiger doing this I guess there's a simple takeaway is like earl and Tilda never let him live. You know, Tiger's parents never let him live. You know, way the high school girlfriend got broken up on, you know, that kind of thing. Um But I when the second part came in with Rachel Yukatel, the New York City hostess, show up and say, Okay, do I start talking now? I thought the documentary just took the turn for being utterly trashy. I just go, like, dude, if you're gonna be trashy from the start to finish, like, just be trashy. I don't mind it. Like, if you want to pick. If you want to just go profile every single hoe that Tiger slept with, okay, great. And then PK, why are you calling him a hoe? I'm just like, dude, what happened? Happened. <laughs> but yeah, I just, it the narrative just never made sense. And only mistress that they talked to is Rachel tell What about Jocelyn James? What about fucking, uh, you know, the, the the diner lady Mindy Lawton, and uh, where Tiger and Eileen Woods used to get breakfast at? You know. All that shit. Where, where are all these? Where are these people? I, I, like, it, it just didn't make sense. And then, I guess the takeaway also, aside from that, is just like, oh, and then. But the thing is, way he let on these women are like because Tiger's such a geek, he didn't know how to handle it. Everything was like overbearing romance that he thrusted on, thrusted on every single girl. So every girl that he cheated on with had their heart broken to a degree. I just go, well, okay. But then I just go, like, okay, if Tiger slept with that many girls and all those girls don't know that he was fucking married, like, are they all that stupid? Are they all that, like, fucking heartfelt and, like, heartbroken that way? Maybe one or two, but, like, I'm, like, all 20 of them? All 15 of them? Really? Are they all that stupid? Like, being a New York, like, of all of them with different careers and all that, if they're that, like, not street smart, this doesn't require a fucking college degree, you know? Like, Rachel, you could tell talking about is like, "I could I go back to a mortal?" I just go like, "Bitch, who the fuck are you? You're you're at you're a failed celebrity show host who ended up hanging out with the celebrities as a fucking like a New York City restaurant as a hostess, and then the details from her are fucking like don't make sense either. Just, oh, how she went to how National Enquirer was like tracking Tiger and his mistresses down like Rachel, and then. You know, when Rachel flew down to Australia, when Tiger was playing the Australian Masters. And I just go like, excuse me, like, who arranged the floors? Like, when she explicitly explains Tiger was on the top floor, I was on the floor below. But I couldn't wait to see him. So I went up on the elevator. And that's when I ran into the National Enquirer, you know, investigator. I just go like, how did you get there in the first place? You didn't pay that fucking Australian plane ticket out of your fucking thing. I, I like uh, I just go like, I don't understand why when Rachel, like, you can tell, says, like, Tiger said, go book a flight and then book the hotel. I just go like, well, Tiger's not going to say that. Tiger's team would fucking say that, you know? And then she went along with it. And then I'm sure Tiger forked up the fucking money because it was the richest golfer of all time. You know, and then... Those stories like that, the details, the granular details made absolute no sense other than just, like, rushing through just to say, oh, that's when they bang, oh, that's when they got caught. But also, like, hey, this is a downfall of Tiger, which is oh eight, oh nine, and then the October, November 09 during the Thanksgiving is when he crashes fucking Escalade, you know? And then this Australian, you know, open was, like, January, was it? Earlier in 09. And then I just go, Tiger... Downfall after the unbelievable US Open at Torrey Pines that happened in uh, June of 2008. The, the next time that he got closest to winning a major was a PGA championship, the October of 2009, where he, like, I can't believe they completely glossed over details. Like, look, until that PGA championship, Tiger, every time Tiger led after the 54 holes, the first three rounds of a tournament, Has never lost. He never fucking choked it. Then he finally got... He finally choked it in the 2009 PGA Championship. Y.E. Yang, first Korean person to win a major in golf. Beat Tiger Woods after Tiger Woods led the first three rounds. And then he lifted the... Y.E. Yang lifted the golf bag like it's a fucking Stanley Cup. Which is a fucking memorable moment. But another memorable, forgotten part of the history is that... And then... HBO doc creators just like gloss over Tiger was like catching Jack Nicklaus is like 18 majors he was at 14 you know he's at 13 his chase and then he was winning in 09 I'm sorry he was winning an 09 but he didn't win any of the fucking majors they gloss over all those details and then just before his downfall a month before Tiger fucking choked it and I just go wow that has never happened before. And we knew Tiger was a broken piece of work at this point, physically. And then, like, he still had a chance to pull that major. And then the cheating and all that happened. I don't understand, like, the marriage either. Like, look, the marriage didn't work out. Like, Elin's friend, Tiger's ex-wife, like, comes on, the neighbor friend. I think it was, like, uh, Omera the former golfer, his wife was like, you know, Elin's really smart, and Elin is really loving and caring, she cares about children, she loves children, I mean, that's why she was a fucking babysitter for pot, you know, uh, that, who's that, a Swedish golfer who introduced Jasper Pávník? was it, you know, I just go, like, I, I, I really think it's missing, because, like, some of the stories that these mistresses say is like Tiger, he just couldn't sleep. He takes Ambien and then he's on the, all these painkillers. And he tells me about how the things aren't going well at home. I just go like, if Elon was such a great fucking wife and a partner, you know, to Tiger, you know, I'm not saying Tiger is not at fault, but I'm like, the communication is clearly, like, has been at fault here between Elon and Tiger. I mean, why, why is it that the Tiger couldn't share that with Elon and then all that? Or did he share it, but then it, may, it just became meaningless? Or he just didn't feel like opening up to Elon for whatever fucking reason? I mean, I feel like those details are just unfortunately missing. And, you know, just purely from a golfer performance perspective, I thought it was fucking shoddy as shit. In the second part of this, you know, like the 09 timeline I just talked about. And then they talked about, I'm just going to jump a little bit. You know, he was off in 2010. You know, 2012, he was dominating too. He was back in number one, 2012, 2013. If I remember right, you know, before the neck surgeries he has had, he had a couple golf coaches like Hank Haney in between and then the Canadian dude, the mechanical engineering dude, you know. I just go, he was winning in regular season, but not the majors. They completely forget... I, I found it baffling how they completely skipped over like, hey, Tiger, why would you do anything for your career? It's like 19 majors beating Jack Nicklaus. But they never came back to that point until the Masters win last year, which is unbelievable. But I just go like, they, they skipped Tiger as a golfer in the second part. And completely, I think they try to focus on his marriage and downfall, just being a sex addict. But even that was fucking shoddy. Like, if you're gonna get Rachel, you could tell you gotta get the fucking porn star, Jocelyn. And then the other all the other girls. What about Mindy Lawton, the fucking diner host? You know? If you say they all declined interview, you could just have a fucking splash screen in front and say, Hey, we requested interview with all these people and then they all reject it. Either you go utter trashy national Enquirer level and then just villainize yourself in this fucking like documentary if you're not gonna get tiger or you go explore actually to the detail to the fucking data like 09 2012 2013 tiger was number one again at some point if i remember right then he completely fell apart because his body was not hanging together like 2015 you u.s open at chambers bay down in fucking washington state i remember he was like fucking like he he was hitting like shit on all those fescues I can't believe they didn't show any of those clips that he was like, dude Tiger was like fucking hit him like I am You know <laughs> That's how bad it was In twenty eighteen when he at the end of the season when he won the FedEx uh, one tournament the very last one that almost became you know won the entire FedEx Cup and then that was a start. Was like is Tiger gonna do it again? They completely skipped that part and just jumped to the Masters 20, 2019 and then said, oh, he figured it out, he's an old, wise old man, you know, and, and why is he a wise old man, his body's not the same, but also, like, like, Ronda Rousey, and many other, many other dominant people, Joe Montana, you know, pick any other athlete, look, the father time has passed them, and other people figured them out, and then, has gotten a better version of it. Ronda Rousey was the only one, like, judoing, throwing everybody around. Not much technique was around the women's MMA in the beginning of this, the last decade. But now, you know, every woman, like, everybody passed that Ronda Rousey style, which is why Ronda Rousey gets in the the octagon or any ring. Now she's going to get her ass beat. Same as Tiger. Because Tiger's fitness regimen, like, amount of influence that he has had in the game of golf, you know, like, I, I want to hit like Tiger, like, for me, just like me, nobody. I just like, I want to swing like Tiger. I want to I work out so I can get a fit swing like Tiger does. And how many of those knuckleheads, you know, that are out there are doing that? Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, uh, Jordan Spieth, uh, fucking Bryson DeChambeau now. All of them, Rory McIlroy, all of them mimic Tiger, you know, his physique, you know, his fucking swing. Everybody hits over 300 yards now tiger was the only one hitting that and maybe john daly before that right but now everybody does that's another like they completely glossed over the significant details and influence tiger has had in the game of golf and also completely glossed over that like the the breadcrumbs that were easy to pick up maybe it's because i follow a tiger and then the game of golf way much closer than i should But the fact that I could just glaringly see these things, and I just go, look, if you're going to go and go a tabloid route, just go tabloid route. They didn't even do that either. So I just go like, what the fuck documentary is this? By the end of it, I was like so pissed off. I just go like, I didn't learn anything. I didn't see anything new. It's a trash, but it's like, it's not a good trash. Like, give me some good shit, yo. If you're going to go controversial, go controversial. You know, like fucking Bravo does with that uh, the 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 fucking Brandy redhead. You know, I another reason why the content on HBO Max is not worth paying for. I just go like fuck. I'm I'm gonna pay fifteen bucks for that shit. Fuck that. And I'm I'm it wasn't good. It wasn't a good documentary, especially the second half. Like the narrative was like utterly disjointed, and then the people they got. As much promise that it has had in the first part of the documentary, second part of the documentary was just fucking bear, you know, because it's clearly evident that many of the family friends that they got were only useful in the first 25 years of Tiger's life, which is part one. But when it got to the last half, the last decade, last 10, 15 years of Tiger Woods, these people are so far from him. It doesn't even fucking matter. Like, where are the swing coaches, like Hank Haney, or you know, the 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 fucking Canadian dude. I mean, Steve Williams, the 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 caddy talking, it was fantastic. But I feel like he didn't dove into the details like as much as he could. And then, uh, you know, I I just go, what about the parents? What about the mom? What about the what about other family members? What about the cousins? You know, like, I, I, why, why Tiger just fell into that sex addiction, going out with the hottest wife that you could ever find, you know, forget the looks aside, like, it, that marriage and partnership didn't work out, why did it not work out, like, they never talked about it, it's just like, it's just bare, He just like, Tiger, is just like, he was just in his own cloud, I just go, cut that bullshit, yo, this documentary sucked, it sucked ass and then it, it, it missed many details that it should have covered. And then it never made its mind up clearly as to what this documentary is for. I didn't learn jack shit in the second half of this documentary. Is this a redemption victory story? Or is this a lessons to be learned? Or is this a, is this a warning story? Or is this just another human being being a fucking human being, you know, getting put on a pedestal? I think the lazy producer, director, is like, it's all of the above. But I'm like, then cover it! You fucking didn't! Like, if I ask you for the specifics of each of those narratives, what this takeaway of Tiger Woods is, and say, if you say everything, I just go like, well, you did a shitty job covering all of them. So, I'm just gonna say that. I was very mad at the Tiger documentary at the end. I was just like, dude, I wasted that 90 minutes. I'm gonna go back and watch The House of Hope. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for... <coughs> i'm I'm coughing now and par like I'm like fucking in Red Dead redemption 2 or something <coughs> do I got t b like uh Arthur Morgan um thanks for listening, and then uh wow well, two hundred episodes wow, unbelievable wow, what a great audience um but uh well, let's see what happens you know I, I never have a really an anniversary kind of thing with the nth number of episodes here, so uh thanks for listening, hopefully the world's in a better place with a new president of the Americas. Um, and the leader of the free world By the time you listen to this And then uh Well Email me hey, A-show at alook.com. Hey A-show at alook.com. Are you mad at the Tiger documentary As much as I am I, You know You tell me Okay Well have a great rest of the week Stay safe Bask up All that shit And then uh, don't get mad at the government And all that stuff The help is coming Their help is coming And then uh, we'll see you next week Peace out